Hello, everyone, and welcome to That's a Dumb Rule Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, today, uh, when I walked in, you had a little bit of a smile on your face, and I always know that means something is probably going to jump out and surprise me, or I don't know. There's always a roller coaster of emotions, but right. it's fun, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, today, you suggested, you know, there's a lot of NBA changes going on. We got the NBA Finals in full swing. We have the draft not far away. Like, the NBA is on the brain. Yeah. New CBA is coming in as well. But you had uh, a rule jump out, a rule that the NBA is considering right. um, as a change that you wanted to talk about. And I don't know what it is, but I'm going to find out. So mm-hmm. what do you want to talk about? So I want to talk about coaches challenge. Okay. Um, in the NBA, currently, how it sits today is a coach gets one challenge. If uh, yes. they win the challenge, they win the challenge. Mm-hmm. If they don't win the challenge, they lose a timeout. Okay, yes. that's how it sits today. But they obviously they're they only have one challenge, so they can't challenge the rest of the game. Other sports, especially football, it comes to mind is that if you, you first of all you have multiple challenges. Second of all, if you win a challenge, you the, and the NFL is considering this where you you get another challenge, right? Mm-hmm. So basketball is something where they're they're talking about if a coaches. If a coach challenges a play and wins the challenge, should they get a second challenge? And oh, the idea okay. is that if a second challenge rule is implemented, coaches will be more inclined to correct calls earlier on. If you only get one challenge, you're not going to use it in the first quarter, right? You're yeah. going to sit on it, even though there may have been a play that was obviously something they should challenge, right? And we see this in the NFL all the time, you know challenges come up probably more often than the viewer wants to see (laughs) but we also say you know what let's get the call right yeah so in basketball and believe me i've watched enough basketball games (laughs) to know that there's so many wrong calls yeah um so what is your take on it i mean do you think they should have a multi-challenge system in the nba you know it's not something where it makes me scream like absolutely not like that's not even there's some rules i don't mind it okay the thing that I guess I'm a little biased because lately I've been reading and kind of listening in on some podcasts and books as well about refing now is so much more scrutinized than it was back in the day. And let me just give you one thought. Okay. Home court advantage. Right. Is it as much of a thing as it used to be? No. No. Like. No. Not at all. Um, it, the Denver Nuggets right now have won more road games than home games in the playoffs. Right. Which is insane to think about. And one of the arguments made is because of Twitter, right? Because referees are so scrutinized yes. for their calls and everything is pointed out that the league responds to, yes, this call was missed, this call was missed. Right. That we don't really need police to police the police, right? Okay. You know, it's yeah. this idea that other people are able to interact with the league and keep the quality at a high level because the fans can notice. Right. So in my mind, I, I do like this rule. And a part of me also feels like, do we absolutely need it? Probably not, but it would be a luxury. Um, and I think rep or coaches would be willing to throw that challenge around a little bit more rather than looking down their bench and looking at some of their players to be right. like, are you okay if I do that? Because it never really feels like it's in the coach's decision. Right. It feels like if the star player comes up and asks you to review it yes, and it's on them, you're yeah. like, okay, we got to make an attempt. Right. But the idea of basketball is you're going to get some calls, you're not going to get some calls. So you you still need to be able to move, I guess, with that. But I do think refing is better now than it was. Really? Before, yeah. I mean, okay. to, to see, you know, that home court advantage kind of disappear, it means that 
home teams aren't always getting the calls. Like you yeah, can go back to some true. of those early two thousand games, and those refs are giving the home team yes. a little more calls. Yes. Fans had an impact on refs. You know, we've all stood in the stands with somebody that just screams and screams and screams mm-hmm. at the ref. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changing okay. because that person's screaming. Back in the day, it did. Okay. You know, <laughs> so I, I do think that this brings up a really interesting conversation of how refing is managed, how it's done. Um, but I guess I, I should really just get to the point and say, I would be totally fine with this okay. if it came in. Okay. Um, I don't know if it makes as big of an impact as we think. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been watching a game and a coach has used his challenge mm. and there's a play later on in the game and you're like, oh my gosh, if he had that challenge, he could have easily yeah. overturned this. Has that happened? You know, I can't remember an exact game. Usually okay. I can pull one up. But the thought that comes to my mind when you say that is, most of the coaches that have them save them for the last four minutes of the game. So oh, to be able to have okay. two might be nice to be yeah. able to say like, okay, if you're playing the Golden State Warriors in 2019, which is one of the best teams to ever you know, work a third quarter, for example. Right. One of the best third quarter offensive teams ever. Um, 2016 was the same way with the Golden State Warriors. Like if you're yeah. coming out of halftime and this team comes out like a burning barn, um, it might be nice to have two because right. then you have crunch time and then you have a main one. Or maybe the rule can be if you spend your challenge before the four-minute mark, you get one back and you lose oh, a timeout or something sure. like that. Yeah. But I, I don't mind that if it means crunch time, but it still doesn't fix the main problem of we have to always go to the review table to get the right call. And sometimes yeah. I actually prefer, and this is my own bias, Yeah. that's a part of the game. Calls yeah. get missed and you just got to keep moving. But. I don't mind having two. I really don't. I, I just don't think it makes as big of an impact as we think. Okay. Um, Fair enough. And the quality of the game, I don't think, goes up or goes down any more than it already has. Like, it's already yeah. a very scrutinized game. Yeah. Because we know the players. We know all the refs. Yeah. We talk about them on Twitter. We talk about them on social right. media. Like, we know these people. Like, Steve Clifford, for example. <laughs> or who is it? Um, Like, Steve Jabby, who's in charge, who's always on TV all the time. Like, we've known him for 20-some-odd years, right? right? Mm -hmm. Um, We know these referees. (laughs) And so I think it kind of comes with the human error, but also people are very on it. Like, the fans of basketball challenge basketball all the time. And I actually think that works as quality control. Right. So this feels like a rule that's trying to imitate what's already happening and put it in the hands of coaches when – the millions of fans of a team are already doing it. They're already doing it. But it's, okay. it's, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I really wouldn't. Okay. Fair enough. I, I wish I had a harder take for you. But <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I, I respect your, your opinion. People on that are going to feel differently. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> but no, I mean, I think I, I find it interesting and I'm not a huge basketball watcher, so I don't know. Um, but you, you're saying that most coaches will hold that challenge to I mean, the last four minutes. Some right? of them I mean, won't even use it in a game because they're wow. waiting on those big, the big swinging yeah. calls, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and I've seen Steve Kerr, like Draymond will run up to him and do the review, review, review or oh, challenge. Sure. And he won't call it. Ah, okay. Just, and he'll check with his assistant coaches. Cause some assistant coaches are just watching games and watching the video board to see if they should challenge it. Right. Like it's another thing going on in the game and yeah. it's, you know, maybe you need another coach to keep track of just your challenges. Right. But it's, it's something still that I'm getting familiar with in the game in terms of the flow, especially comparing it to like early 2000s to the 2010 through 2014 basketball to the Golden State Warrior takeoff in 2015. Like, where does this fit in the game exactly? 
it seems like right now a challenge fits great. Yeah. But in a game that's already 3D pace, quick, up and down, up yeah. and down, do you want to slow the game down? Right. Do you want to give people another reason to slow it down? True. When we're trying to speed it up? I don't know. Okay. Well, I guess we'll just leave it at that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I do mean, you have Do yeah. you have any thoughts? Because I am interested to hear, like, from a football perspective, I, I could see it making sense. Yeah, and I don't know. I feel, I feel like a football challenge is – obviously something is challenged if, if a team feels the call was wrong. Yeah. Um, but I feel like in basketball, it almost sounds like you're saying that – Everyone kind of knows calls will be missed, but it kind of evens out one side and the other. For the hope of it. Yeah, yeah. If if one team is just getting an onslaught, usually, yeah. especially after the Kings-Lakers game of twenty of 2002, yeah. you know, refs are just watched a little bit differently. Yeah. But there's always going to be those games. And mm-hmm. in this case, this would definitely help. Um, okay. But I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's my bias for what the conversation is right now. Right. Especially with nobody having home court advantage because refs used to give you home court advantage. And that's yeah. gone now. Yeah. That's gone. Um, crowds used to be able to impact refs' calls. Right. That's gone now because <laughs> yeah. there's more scared of Twitter than they are the people right. in the building. Right. So I, I think that there's a lot more playing in the factors towards this and how a game is called than we realize. This still can be a tool used by a coach, but I think the the heart and soul of this is to improve the quality of the referee and the calls in the game. And some calls, games are just going to, you know, they're going to be missed. Just gonna be missed. And other yep. games, you're not going to get any calls at all in terms of, like, they never blow their whistle. Right. So right. I think that the expectation shouldn't be so high on this rule. I think it's like throwing a deck chair off the Titanic. You know, it's Fair like, enough. all right, yeah. <laughs> this will help, but yeah. how much? Okay. So I don't know. Maybe talk to me after the season's over. Who there knows? We might just need one finals game. And right, right. Things change drastically. Okay. Right well, on. We well, go. I think it's a good rule. Good. I think it's a, it's a good rule. It's interesting. I, I just think it brings up a lot of other conversations towards other rules that we could talk about later. Sure. That sounds good. All right. Well, any parting thoughts before we head out? No, I think that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to get in contact with the show or listen to past podcasts, visit our website at that'sadumrule.com. Otherwise, tune in next time for another Dumb Rule.